This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Can you hear this, Ian? Uh, I can, yeah. Do you know what that is? Uh, is it is it that you're, you you desperately need some sort of hand cream? No, no, no. This is me rubbing my arms. I have sellotaped two green refuse bags to my arms in homage to Blake's Batwing. Jacket. And how how's that working for you? Yeah, not very well. Uh, uh, I might see, have to I, take I it off. It rustles too yeah. much. Yeah, oh, you're in a tabard. tabard. Yeah, because I thought it's it's practical and stylish. Mm. So I, I'm get, later on, I'm going to do a bit of dusting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here we are. I can't believe yeah, this. I can't, believe, I can't believe this is our very last ever talk about a character on Blake 7. And it's I Blake, know. isn't it? Um, I never. Th- yeah, Blake, the, the main man himself. I never thought we'd get here. I sort of really? sneakily in the back of my mind thought that no one would listen <laughs> And we would get about halfway through if that and go, you know what? It's not let's, worth it. Yeah, let's knock it on the head. <laughs> let's find something else to do. But no, I'm 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 quite proud that we've got this far. I am very proud. Really, yeah. we should save all this for next week. But we should I, do, yes. I, yeah. even if we didn't have an audience, and it is absolutely, of course, fantastic that we have got yes. an audience, but even if it was an excuse for you and I to talk Blake Seven every Sunday afternoon for two years. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I've. I can't speak for you, but I've never never got bored with it. No, I've enjoyed it. And those times when we didn't do it, those odd times, like you were busy or you know the computers were broken or something, um, I missed it desperately. I I've really enjoyed. I think I think it's rekindled my love of Blake Seven. I think it's you know rekindled my interest in going to conventions again. Um, so yeah, I think it's like I say, even if no one has listened, it's been worthwhile. I think it's been worthwhile. You say rekindled your love for Blake Seven, and this is a question I've been thinking about putting to you, because I I find it hard to quantify. I can't actually answer this question that I've thought of, which is, how close in importance to you is Blake Seven to Doctor Who? It's it's difficult. I think, depending on when you ask me, you might get a different answer. But it used to be Doctor Who was always my number one love, and everything else, Space 1999, Blake Seven, Star Trek sort of circled around it. Um, but I think now, I think Doctor and Blake Seven now sort of have equal status. Um, I still love Doctor Who. I, I think the fact that it's still being made and there's still new Doctor Who means that my my love of a complete set of something hasn't been satisfied so Hmm. i i think i still love early doctor who but i've seen them to death um i watch i think i've watched more blake seven certainly in the two years we've been doing this and i've watched doctor who so i'd say they're probably equal or if not at the moment blake seven is slightly above doctor who i i I think Hmm. um doctor who because it was there throughout our childhoods blake seven wasn't but, um, you know, Doctor Who, as far as I can remember, has always been in my life. Yes. And it's still too, in yeah. my life now. I'm, 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 you know, it's Sunday. It's on tonight. I'm 
not exactly looking forward to it. Um, you know, and Doctor Who has had ups and downs yes. far more huge, than Blake 7 did. Yeah, Blake 7 was like, downs. you know, a gradual drop-off, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think with Doctor Who, you sort of go, you love different eras of Doctor Who, don't you? Mm. So you love different eras above other eras. Um, whereas Blake 7, even sort of season 3 and 4, I'll happily sort of sit and watch them, other than animals um, and sand. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's weird. I think Doctor Who's been uh, certainly from my one of my earliest sort of television memories is of Doctor Who, of the Sea Devils uh, and the Green Death and that sort of era. Um, and Blake Seven was sort of was a very small time period when it was actually on. Mm. Um, but the fact that we're still talking about it now, yeah, and people are still finding new things in it, I think it's a testament to what a great show it was. Um, um, yeah, I, I think as well, I mean, you said about the age thing there. Also, you know, I, uh, Doctor Who, I, my earliest memories are, I've got are Doctor Who related. Um, yeah. But Blake Seven was, happened the year that I left school and went to college, which was an incredibly horrible, depressing downtime period of my life and Blake Seven helped me get through it It sounds schmaltzy but it did help me get through it and but I was an adult by then yeah you know so so when you're trying I can't compare Doctor Who to to Blake Seven because there's too much in Doctor Who that involves me from age dot you know right up until now so hmm. I think I think Doctor Who there's yeah there's definitely you, you associate different eras with different times in your life. and yeah. it, it, Doctor Who is one of those loves that wa- wafts and wanes, doesn't it? Mm. It's, it's mm. depending on the mood. Um, yes. I, th- I, I think we should hold off until yes. next week. I think we've got yeah. a little bit more to talk about regarding Doctor Who next week. But yep. uh, let's, uh, let, let's stay on target as another... Yes, Star Wars universe will have it, and yeah, Roger. Let's talk is about it... the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blake, yeah, Roger Blake. Roger Blake. Yeah. Is it Roger Blake? No, Did I think we it's decide Space that. Rog. Is it Roger Space no, Rog? I think, yeah, I think it's Rog. I think they went with. I think, imagine Termination probably wanted it as Roger because he likes a, a sort of down to earth name, doesn't he? Um, yeah, but Roger, yeah. Roger, Roger, it's not it, it's not the most heroic of names. I mean, we've no, got he's, Roger he's the Dodger, your next door haven't neighbor, we? Isn't it? Yeah, Roger's your next door neighbor, or the guy down the pub. Well, not if your next door neighbor's Roger De- Delgado. No, that's true. He's the only cool Roger that I can think of. Can you think yeah. of any Roger Moore? Roger early Moore. Roger Moore before he was st- sending himself yeah. up. Can you think of any other you know heroic Rogers? Rogers? Oh, Roger the oh. Dodger, Roger Moore. Roger de Corsi and Nookie the Bear. Yeah, that's not. I no. think it's cool. Um, yes. Uh, I can't. It's not really a. It's just a weird name, isn't it? It's not. It's not a name of myth and legend, is it? A lot of this names come back, don't of they? Roger. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, a, a lot, lot of names, names come back. back. I can't see anyone these days calling their kid Roger. No. No, there are certain names that that go out of fashion. Yeah, like Eric. Eric, yeah. yeah. Eric will well, never come yeah. back. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I reckon Eric could. 
Eric, I'll tell you what's very strange is I, I've always been self-conscious about my name because it's an old person's name, right? Yeah. But in America, it's a young person's name. It's like the yes. 15th most popular name. So if I Perhaps say I'm, I'm, my, my name's yeah. Eric to an American, I could be 20. I could be 20, yeah. I've only ever met two other Eric's really? in, in my whole life, you know? Wow. Yeah. Because... Cause... I mean, you've got some cool Eric's, haven't you? You've got, I mean, if you're into True Blood, you've got Eric Northman. Yes, you've got Eric vampire. Idol. Eric Idol. Eric the Ram- uh, Eric the Viking. Yes. Eric the Halfabee. Um, Eric Morecambe. Eric Morecambe. But they're oh, all comedy ones. They're, they're, yes. This is what I'm saying. Much like Roger, can you name a heroic Eric? There's Eric the Red. Eric the Red, yes. Yes. Um yeah, it's, it's again. It's quite a, a comedy name, isn't it, Eric? It is, it's, and it's Roger. A good comedy name, yeah, Roger. Have you ever known a Roger in your life? Oh, that's a good. Oh, that's a good question. I've never known a Roger. I've never met a Roger. I'm just thinking. There's no Rogers at work. That's. I work in quite a big place, and I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think that I can't think there's any Rogers at work. I wonder if Roger is a dead name. I mean, I mean is, is, it, is our, any of our any of our listeners called Roger? Yeah, are you Roger? Yeah. Or were you once Roger and you changed it? There's probably you know? more Rogers than there are Kers. Yes. I know lots Dillers. of wankers, but not well, just yeah, that's Kers. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, Roger looks yeah. like it's on the way out, but it, it Roger resurfaces. Ramjet. Roger Ramjet, Roger he's Ramjet. our man. He's our man, yeah. Hero of Saviour the nation. of the nation, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm, our, our listeners should be grateful we didn't sing that bit. Yeah. Roger Ramjet, just, there you go. Let's just There's fill this hero. time slot singing... Uh, singing um, theme songs, shall we? From, from cartoons from, from the 70s. From programs no one ever remembers. I was Roger having an argument the other day at work. Um, so I, I'm te- I got a terrible memory, really. I can't remember names and things. But I can remember all the lyrics to Car 54, Where Are You? <laughs> what use that's is a, that in my brain? That's a very specific memory, that I is. I tell you, mate, that one day that's going to come in really handy. Someone's going to well, That's going cal- to yeah. break the ice at parties, is I think it? So. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that like some there's a big crowd big crowd of people around a, a person that's collapsed and they turn around and say anyone anyone does anyone know the lyrics to car 54 it's the only thing that will revive him yeah we'll I'll bring him forward. round yeah <laughs> that'll be your hero moment yeah it'd be unlikely but yeah all right so roger an unlikely hero yes but... that's a good name for a, a yes. documentary um but come the second calendar yeah. It's been shortened to Rog, and, and we have a Su- hero. Suddenly heroic. Suddenly heroic. Rog yeah. Blake. Rog Blake. All right. Well, oh, let's Rog. go. Um, what, um, just, just uh, we, we sort of do this before. What, what as, as your childhood, or your, in your case, your teenage memories of the show, what did you originally think of old Rog? I loved Blake. I loved him. Um, because this is... No, 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 no. This is 78, right? So 78 era, you know, I'm 16, I'm leaving school. Uh, My home background wasn't particularly happy. There were no positive male role models in my life. And And I'm absolutely convinced that that is why around about that time when I, you know, was moving from you know childhood into adulthood that i would latch onto heroic types that's why 78 uh i fell in love with the first superman film and just cry buckets every time superman did something heroic like catch the helicopter or anything um the bottom lip still goes now i'm a i'm a sucker for for 
people being heroic. Mm. I, I always start to blub in films. I get that. Not not sad blubbing, but I get very much. I watched um, Jojo Rabbit yesterday, yep. you know, the film. Absolutely excellent. And there, there's sort of one scene in it when um, the one of the German characters shows that he's not a bad man. And it's it, it's really, it, it, it always gets me. And there's several bits in Blake 7 that get me on that. And they usually do involve Blake. When he's yeah. good, he's so good. Yeah. When he's not, he's not. Um, and and that's my memory. My yeah. memory is Blake, you know, was the hero. And yeah, I enjoyed, you know, Avon's put downs yeah. and I enjoyed Villa's witticisms yeah. and, and fun. But Blake was the man. Blake was the hero. It's not I, until I started rewatching them when they started coming out on video that I could, and, and I was that much older that you're looking back on it and going, yeah, that's a questionable choice for a leader to do. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that. I went, when, when I first watched it, Blake was the hero and what he was doing was correct. And I, I appreciate more as a hero then than I do now because now you go, ooh, some mm. of this is dodgy. Um, but what I really appreciated at the time was, was that Blake looked like the people that I knew so you you uh, similar sort of era stuff. You have things like Buck Rogers, Twenty Fifth Century. Mm. Loved that at the time. Or can't watch it now, but I loved it at the time. But you know, Jill Gerard, manly man, quite oh, wasn't he? You know, what he I mean? was almost Jarvik-like with his yes, uh, yeah. chest oh, hair and Jarvik. unbuttoned. Yes, um, we, that's something we never explored. Was Jarvik a reaction to the Buck Rogers types? Interesting. Um, then you had like uh, Battlestar Galactica. You had. Stopping Apollo again, chisel jaw, very, mm. and then like you had Blake, and like we've always said, he looks like a teacher. He looks yep. like he looks like your dad. He dresses like your dad, um, and I sort of appreciated that. I thought this this was heroes for for us. Mm. Certainly, it, it felt like a hero for me. That you know, I, I didn't exactly come from a, a a dirt poor background, but not anywhere near comfortable or well off. I mean, I was a council estate sort of waller. And uh, yeah, I think Blake was the hero we needed. It, it certainly time. was different. I mean, that time yeah. you're talking about is when, because you will agree that, you know, all these American films, these American TV shows, we looked upon the actors in them almost like gods. Yeah. Well, the, American shows were the pinnacle of of television quality. So you, yes. your A-teams, your night riders. And it, they had a budget that we could only dream of. We couldn't and afford our, to park a car, let alone blow up no, a car. Our time was a dreary yeah. time. Late yes. 70s yeah. England was horrible. That's why yeah, we, we we focused on yeah. the Dukes of Hazard yep. and, and what have you, you know, because they were regarded, I mean, I mean the ultimate was like Dallas and Dynasty, where yeah. they were almost godlike themselves and they were worshipped. And you had Farrah Fawcett, the, all the Charlie's Angels things, you know, all the ladies were just like, you know, yeah. e icons e to yeah. us. Everyone was a god or a goddess, weren't they? And it, yeah. And so we to did, have a, we yeah, idol so to, worshipped them, I think. Yeah. So to have a TV yeah. series, like you say, where, yeah, they are British yeah. and look like us and talk like us. You know, they, yeah. wore, they wore flared trousers and tabards. They had pudding bowl haircuts. Hush puppies. They, hush puppies. They were, dare we say it, podgy and, and pallid like we were. Um, you could imagine Rog Blake eating a spotted dick. You couldn't yeah. imagine... Buck Rogers eating a spotted dick. I can I can see Rog Blake propping up the bar in the local, yep. having a pork pie and a pint. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, yeah, I think I think Blake would be a pork pie eater, wouldn't he? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He he is the quintessential pub landlord. I yes. have uh, yeah. known many pub landlords that look just like Gareth Thomas. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But... All right, so, yeah, Blake then. Let's talk about Blake uh, before we talk about uh, specific moments, um, his backstory. Yes. Um, and we are given, I mean, he is the, the, the title character, so you expect to have a bit. And we do have some. Um, we have got some facts. Uh, we know he is, that... Yeah, he is. He does get a bit of fleshing out. It does It does vary a little bit, doesn't it? Like most of the characters, their, their backstory gets tweaked, tweaked yes. and, and massaged. But you do. Well, I think you find out a lot about Blake, don't you? Really. At the very beginning, mm. we know he had at least one brother and sister, yep. um, and they took part apparently in Blake's earliest activities. At some yes. point, Blake, in his past, decided this isn't right. We've got to change. We've got to make a change to society. Um, and now I, yeah, I think we've 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 sort of discussed before, and I think it makes sense that his. His first rebellion wasn't a violent rebellion. No. This was a uh, possibly, at most, a sort of, let's organise a day of disruption type Yes, it's, it, it, it's placard waving yes, placard and demonstrations waving. and stuff yeah. like that. That's what I get the feeling yes. that they were doing. They, they wanted change, social change, through, you know, protests yeah not what? blowing up you know security centers or yeah. anything like it's that like, what do we want freedom when do we want it when it's convenient yes um yeah. that's very much a, so yeah yeah a very polite very orderly yes. sensible objection to the status quo right yes and his brother and sister were involved with blake um and they were told that they had to emigrate to the outer yes. worlds we know that that was all a lie. Blake says I, I get regular, you know, uh, voicemails from yeah. them, but they're all faked because they were executed upon arrival, either in transit or when they got there, yeah. they were done in straight away. Now I say he's got at least one brother because, of course, he's got um um uh, no 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 not brother that's an uncle. I'm, I was just about to talk about Ushton. Ushton yeah, wasn't Ashton's his brother. His uncle. Yeah. Yes, so he's got an uncle, Uncle Ashton. Uncle Ashton. Yep. On that very strange penal colony um, called X-Bar. Yep. Um, at which now, Blake... Yeah. Blake... Blake visited this in his... Yes, when his, he was young. Yeah, when he was young. So so whatever Blake's family were, they were well enough about to to planet hop. Because we yes. said before that, that certainly in seasons one and two, travelling from planet to planet wasn't really that widespread you know oh, some trucker agrees with us um <laughs> that's blake here um yeah so i don't think i don't think it was that widespread that you you went you visited other planets certainly no. not below a certain social class so i think i think blake comes from a good social class doesn't he and this he certainly could, sounds yeah. like he does yes yeah and this could perhaps explain why they went with what they did rather than just i mean no they say they didn't kill him because uh it would have created a martyr yes um, but yeah i think i think this is more i think blake is is certainly of the not of not of the elite but he's certainly of the the class that gets listened to yes yeah i think yeah yes and he does he go he goes yeah. to x-bar when he's young Meets up with his uncle Ashton. I, I'm assuming that's his uncle Ashton. Ashton is a first name, so that's Ashton Blake. Yeah, Ashton Blake. That sounds Which, like a, a writer of children's books, yeah. doesn't it? 
as does Inga Blake, yeah, because Inga, Inga Blake. would have been Blake. Inga Blake. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, you said earlier that we've thought that um, he might have been a teacher before yeah. he decided. It could be that if he is in administration on the teaching side of things, that's where his eyes are opened, that, you know, what they thought was, you know, a perfectly decent way of life is all a sham, and maybe yeah. that's how he found out about it. But if he was a teacher, right... If yeah. he was, what sort of teacher would he be? And I think we've got clues, right? Thinking about it, right? In Bounty, um, he says that he has studied some natural history. Yeah. Okay. And in Killer, he knows about pre-atomic Earth. Yes. He knows about, you know, the the guy that gave the um, the uh, the plague blankets. Yes. Yeah, I think I think he's possibly, like you say, a history teacher. <laughs> That sort of, you know, political history. I, yeah, I I think that's he's more he's more that end than. I think so. I think I I think he's a cardi wearing, yeah. you know, uh, pipe smoking, pipe smoking tweed jacket with the yeah. leather elbow pad types. Yes, but he knows a, a something about science as well because he knows yes. what sono vapor is. Yeah. Well, in, he, wor uh, he worked in... on the Aquatar project. So he's and he worked least, on yeah. Aquatar. Yeah, we don't know when that happened. He, we don't yeah. know. We don't See, know what it, he did either. He might we just don't know what he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, because if he worked with the Federation, he, that's either before he started to rebel or yeah. maybe after his first arrest and he was yeah. reconditioned, he worked, if, that they put him to work because then they can keep an eye on him. Yeah, because cause Villa mentions that that doctors have tried to recondition him and it's not worked. Yes. But it's worked on Blake rather well, hasn't it? Because they get him to denounce uh, his his uh, sort of rebellious friends. Yeah, whatever and, Blake yeah. was doing, it started to become a threat. They get rid of yes. his brother and sister and Foster in uh, The Way Back, he said that Blake was the leader of the only meaning, meaningful dissident group against the yeah. administration. So he was definitely a threat. Yeah. We also know it wasn't don't they mention in um with Hal Mellenby that he was a he knew of Blake's original. Yes. I'm sure they, yeah, they mention that, don't they? So so he was doing quite well known. Yes. Um and in Voice from the Past, Orax says Blake founded the Freedom Party himself. Yeah. It was called the Freedom Party. I always think of the that. you know the People's Popular Front of Judea yes. um, when you hear things like Freedom Party. What have the Federation ever done for us? <laughs> Splitter. Um, <laughs> um, and his activities included attacks attacks on rehabilitation centres. So maybe it started off with the old placard waving, yeah. but then he started to get into the sort of activities he would do later once he got the Liberator. I suppose it depends on what they mean by attack. Do do we think it's like the later on bombing type session, or do is it attack in the same way that say that Peter were, or Peter would attack a uh, a factory that does animal testing? You know, is is that what's called an attack? It could be a vocal yeah. attack. Yeah, course. that's what I mean. It doesn't it's have like to be a, physical. Yeah. yeah, they they stormed the offices and, and had a staged sit-in. Yeah. and all sang Kumbaya. Um, I, I just don't. Yeah, I. Because it's one of those things. If if he was if he was as bad to the Federation, i.e., blowing stuff up, killing people, surely they would have just killed him. Once well, once no. they've denounced him, once they've once they once he, they've changed his mind and he's denounced his friends, 
I, I just get rid of him, innit? Say, why not just say he's gone off world? Well, that's why I'm thinking that's when they put him on the Aquatar project. Yeah. Oh, because, I see. So, he, so they yeah. thought we'll just because use then, him. Yeah, we can use him yeah. and keep an eye on him at the same time. Because, yes, at some point, one of the Kumbaya meetings, that's when Travis yes. ambushes them. That's when yeah. we have the gunfight. Um, he first meets two-eyed Travis. He meets two-eyed Travis and, um, yes, and then shoots him. He gets yeah. shot himself, doesn't he? He gets shot in the yes. leg or something. Um, his memory was first erased there. Uh, he was put up on a platform, told to renounce his activities. I was wrong. I was mistaken, yep. blah, blah, blah. And then memory of that was erased. And that's when we see the Blake that we see in the way black. Yes. He doesn't remember any of that at all. I what don't do you know think what he's, he's doing, doing then. I was going to say, what's he doing when we meet him in the way back? Because again, I sort of, he strikes me as someone that would look look after records and things, doesn't he? He's... Yeah, I think they're keeping a track on him. Yeah. I think he's working on this Aquatar project or whatever. Foster, all these other people that were allies of him, they see him stand up, say, I was completely wrong. They know yeah. what's going on. They know he's been brainwashed and then he disappears from view and they just assume he's been bumped off. Yeah. And then I think what happens is somebody in that dome city spots him and that's that's when that Ravella um, contacts him and says, I've got information about your brother and sister. Yeah, because we've, we've said before that it doesn't make any sense. If they uh, brainwashed him, got him to denounce, then wiped all memories, and then just let him walk about in the normal circles, people are going to go up to him and go, aren't you Blake? Aren't you Blake? Yeah. So, yeah, it must have been something like that where they've, perhaps, perhaps, you know, perhaps it was a different dome city or, you know, a different part of Earth. And they've, or they, like you say, they've buried him somewhere at the bottom of a filing office. And, yeah, someone spots him and goes, oh, hang on. Or that, that heroic history teacher, that could yes. be Blake. Or that section of of the of Dome City that we see him in is a restricted area, yes. and somehow Ravella has Ooh, got that's in good. there. Yes, yeah, he's so uh, so. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. The, is so is the Dome City actually just a prison? Is it where they're keeping all the all the distance, all the distance that have been brainwashed, keep them all together? They do useful work. Yes, they're not going to rebel because. You know, if if they were just working them like a slave camp, they would try and escape. Bro, so you 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 wipe their memory. They think that's their life. That could be. That could explain why later on there's new places on Earth rather than yes. just the city. That could yeah. just be a like a rehabilitation dome. Yep, we've just assumed it's one yeah. of the cities. Everything's yeah. post nuclear. Um, it might not be. It might not be. Yeah, that's they're just living this fake life. Yeah. 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 So we have the events of the way back that yes. all unfolds the whole, you know, trumped up charges against him. And we all know that we've discussed it over the last yes. two years, haven't we? Um, and, and when he gets the Liberator, we don't actually really see it, but his memory does start coming back quite. Well, we, we sort of they hint that perhaps the Liberator's uh, psychic defences also have freed up. Yes. It's done something to his conditioning because he suddenly... He goes from remembering nothing to like remembering the Travis incident in detail, or this. He knows all about X Bar yeah. and going to see Uncle Ashton when he was small. Everything yes. comes back. Yeah, everything comes back. So I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if it sort of it gradually came back, but fairly quickly, um, because he quickly decides that he's going to use the Liberator to bring down the Federation, isn't it? To to put power back in the hands of the honest man. Hmm. Um, 
I do wonder what this original Blake that we never saw was like, you know, just how determined he was, how how willing he was to what lengths he would yeah. go to because was you he know, a more ruthless Blake. Yeah, thing? because it, it if he had never got the Liberator, say the the, the events of Spacefall happens and somehow somehow he, he manages not to go to Cygnus Alpha and he does not get the Liberator. To what lengths, what, what, what actions would he take against the Federation? Would he... I think he would, end up, he would end up joining someone else's rebellion. He would have joined Avalon or something like that. Possibly tried to take it over. But I think we've, we've seen that even with, even with the, the huge benefit that the Liberator gives him, his ideas are fairly terrible, aren't they? He, and he, he's he, not a he, good he, rebel. He's not a good rebel, and he, and there are many instances where he's really quite naive. Yeah, um, well, he's, to he's, think he's, that he's things weird. would work. Yeah, he's weirdly naive. He's weirdly petulant. So a couple of times he almost decides to give up, and someone else has to you know poke him and say, you know, one more for Cali sort of thing. Yeah, he, he does spit his dummy out. Yeah, he, he spits his dummy. So I I think he would have hit the first wall, and given up. Mm. He. He's, he doesn't seem to have much of the, the, the makings of a, a leader that people will follow. And yet everyone keeps saying he does. So I'm presuming older Blake, you know, or earlier Blake, must have had some sort of charisma that later Blake lost. Hmm. Because, I mean, it is a shockingly naive thing. I mean, I think we've talked about it on the show before. It's like saying seven people are going to bring down the Nazis, yeah. you know, in World War Two, You can't do it, you know. Star Wars is different because you have, you have many, many rebels across the, all the planets and the the Empire is personified by the Emperor. You get rid of the Emperor, yeah. you get rid of the Empire. Well, well, Star Wars isn't really a realistic no. political thriller. It's a, it's a fantasy, isn't it? It's, it's fantasy, So Because yeah. I always think, you know, after Star Wars, so they got rid of all this bureaucracy. How does seven people headed by a teenage girl that has no you know she she's total monarchist how are they gonna run this galaxy and i sort of feel the same with blake seven that he's so naive that he's he never considers the the outcome of his actions but also if he wins what then yes i don't think he's got any plan has he that was my question. Yeah. I mean, he gets the Liberator, right? It's like I, right? I've got, I've got this fantastic, the most powerful ship in the whole of the galaxy. Did he really think he can take down the Federation? Okay, later on we've got Central Control, and then you know Star One, and maybe he might have had a chance to mould things in a different way. But you can't get rid. I mean, it's a galaxy-wide Federation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, his naivety is right from his first appearance. So he's naive enough to think that if the story that the the, the head of the Federation is is corrupt gets out, that the Federation will fall, mm. you know, in the way back. He's naive enough to think that that blowing up a few satellite power stations will cause the Federation any grief. And yeah, you're right that ha- even if he takes down Star One. We know that it's not like Star One is is like controlling everything. So all it does is is creates chaos on a load of worlds. Yep. But yep. if the Starfleet's still there, the Federation's yep. still there. You've got millions and yeah. millions of trooper pars. Yeah. So so what does he honestly think that 
that all of the all the true papas are going to go you know oh the federation high council is dead long live blake no they're going to kill him yeah you know it's a bit naive yeah and and you know if we fast forward to the end of the show you know he is you know he's got a base as he says the beginnings of an army but an army to do what yeah yeah to do what this army because it's certainly not to fight is it because no. seven people are not the beginnings of an army. I mean, I've I've seen you know in our our, our modern world, you know, the, the 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 most sensible option that people seem to be saying is you don't just match aggression with aggression. You've got to change views. That's yeah. how change is done. You've got to change the way of thinking. You've got to change views, and that is the only way that you would be able to get the federation to change. Is planet yeah. by planet. Is people go no, I haven't enough. Thank you very much. We'd rather be by ourselves now. That's yeah. the only way, really, you could have got rid of the Federation. Yeah, and I if... think Blake could have done that if he had been as charismatic as uh, as as he could um, have been portrayed. I think maybe he might be able to do that because throughout the history of the show, you know, he does like you say, Hal Mellenby, Blake and the Liberator. You know, um, you know, he could have united people. Yeah. To just say, no, enough. Not fighting, not attacking yeah. bases and stuff like that. Yeah, just just don't cooperate with the Federation. Mm. Don't send them their resources. Yeah, I think he's naive, but I think he, he... And again, we have mentioned this on the show. There are instances where he is actually pretty good. I mean, you know, when he meets Vargas, old Brian Blessed... You know, yeah. he, he, he tries negotiating with him. Yeah, you know? well, we, we, he, his, Blake's first thought always is negotiate yes which i i like that i, I really like it rather than go in all guns blazing but he doesn't i think he, he works really well on a one-to-one basis doesn't he yes so when he's speaking to people directly that that chat whatever charm he's got sort of works or sort of helps but then it, it how do you how do you extrapolate that to, to win a, a galactic war. You, I don't you've got you to can. do it one to yeah. one and you yeah. can't, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think, yeah, he's excellent like that. And he has got morals. I mean, you know, a very oh, yeah. early yeah. Uh, episode, you know, the web where, yeah. you know, um, you know, they were getting rid of the decimas. He objected to that. Oh, these are living yeah. creatures, you know? Um, he didn't yeah, ignore very, any of that. He's a very humane man at times. I mean, I, I, it annoys me that his his humanity doesn't extend to Federation guards, Federation scientists. He's sort yeah. of happy to kill them. But but I think that's down to the fact that this is a drama show. But it's nice that he always he's always for the underdog, isn't he? He doesn't. He, yes. He's definitely got a, a, a streak of he doesn't want to see people exploited, and he classes the Decimus and everyone else he meets as people. He's the least. He's the least xenophobic character yes, I think very much probably so. me. We saw it on Horizon yeah. as well, you know, he yeah. was objecting to all that. He wanted power to yeah. the people, you know. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I think he would have had had the Andromedans not been attacking the galaxy. I think he would have seen them as an ally. He would have I don't think he would have worried that they're not human or anything, would he? No. It's an it, it's a means to achieve an end, yeah. isn't it? You know. And but he could be ruthless. I mean, you know, we've said when we did the uh, mission to destiny story, he yeah. blew up 
those people who you yeah. know came along to uh, to get that isotope thing. He didn't know anything yeah. about them. They could have been totally innocent, who have just done a transaction. They didn't know that it was all dodgy, you know. No. And he just blows them up. He has got a, a, a sort of ruthless streak. So, like when he uh, he um, threatens the surgeon with destroying yeah. his hands. Yeah, I'll destroy your hands. Yeah. yeah, that's a terrific moment, and that shows yeah, you how really ruthless like he can be. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's, I like that, that as well that he's got that ruthless streak. He's not I think, totally do good. No, I think that is Blake. That is mm. Blake. That yeah, he has got high ideals and power to the people and stuff like that. But if it gets in the way of his aim, you know, I he, he has a one-track mind. I've got to get this done. You know. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, like pressure point. Okay. He decides he's going to do all this. He's not going to talk to the other others. He's not going to involve them at all. I'm going to Earth. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he when he when he gets an idea in his head, he's very much for it, isn't he? He doesn't. It usually requires others to convince him that there's yeah. other ways. Like you say, so Star One. I mean, the, the the lovely line where he runs into the empty room and it's we've done it, we've done it. I've done it. Mm. Like, yeah, suddenly you're not a team player, are you there, Blake? No. You know, and when th- uh, with the shadow, with shadow, with the Terra Nostra, isn't it, where he's quite willing to to work with to them. work with them as a means to an end. Yes. And everyone goes, "This is going to be a bad idea, Blake." And it's like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. Yeah. And we've got in voice from the past. He goes, "I command this ship." Yeah. And Villa, um, Avon's like, "Do you indeed?" Yeah. <laughs> and all like this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but also, I mean, we, we've got odd instances. Um, seat locate, destroy. He's not going to kill Travis um, no. because Travis doesn't matter enough. You know, I mean, that's that, that, that's sort of the, the. I mean, the fact that the story was taken wholesale from Star Trek, and they've sort of took that ending as well. Um, and you, I suppose, you you couldn't really have a the lead heroic character going, "Yep, let's kill him," because it would yeah. make sense for him to kill him. The only other, I don't think they played it quite well enough in that it could have worked where he, he's, he, that what he says, that as long as they're sending him, I know I can beat him. But that mm. didn't really ring true. And I thought that was quite a good angle. That's quite yeah. a good, I like that. That's, that's, that's sort of, that's showing that he's got a bit of sense. Yes. Um, but they, it just come across like that was a justification rather than the actual reason. Yeah. I just think Blake didn't want to get his hands dirty. Whatever he's doing, he gets a reputation, you know, and it does yeah. start spreading. I mean, that, that's when the Federation, you, you know, the top bosses from the president down go to Serverland. Blake is becoming a legend, yes. you know, all these things that are done by other people are being attributed but this, to this, Blake. Yeah, this is how Blake should have done the revolution, though, isn't it? So, so he gets to the point where, like you say, he's he's become an ideal. And anything that happens that's good is attributed to him. Any, you know, a computer breaks down, Blake must be doing the sabotage. And that's how he could have won this. Yes. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's really good writing as well that this is what the Federation are worried about. Not the fact that Blake is blowing up off-world installations or whatever. It's the fact that he's causing a bit of civil unrest. Yes. And that's what he should have done. That's what he should have done, yeah. Yeah. um, Voice from the past, government... Governor Legrand says, you know, how he was well known for his integrity. And that was going to be a team up. It was going to be her, him and Chavan, wasn't it? Yeah. To bring about social change. 
Yeah, I think Siobhan would have been in charge of public speaking, wouldn't he? <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah, he'd I be up on so. that platform. Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. he saying? I don't know. Blessed are the cheesemakers. What? Yeah. <laughs> Back to that again. Yeah. But I don't think Blake, throughout any of it, wasn't interested in political power. Um, I don't. Well, I, I, again, I'd, I'd love to have. I'd love Can to you see like him as being off. head of the federation? No, he would have been bored stupid, wouldn't he? He wouldn't have... I could see him being the figurehead, so going to the soirees and, you know, doing that. But I think he would have been a terrible leader. Yes. A terrible, terrible civilian leader. And I think he knows it, because yeah. there's a couple of times when it's happened, because, you know, um, in Bounty... Uh, he wanted Sarkov to be reinstated yeah. as president on that planet. Well, Blake could have gone along and done that, yep. but he didn't. Uh, same as Horizon, you know, when Roe uh, was going to be got rid of, he could have taken over there, but he didn't. Yeah, you know? I think, I wonder if, has Blake got the the self-knowledge that, yeah, he he can instigate this and he has a certain reputation, but that he's not, he's got no interest in, can you imagine him running a civilian government? I think his his plan is bigger than that. He yeah. can't focus just on one planet or one situation. He, he his is galaxy wide. Yeah. He wants it all brought down, and he's bloody hell. He's going to do this with the Liberator, you know. And that's when you know sniff of Central gets him interested. And when we then find out it's Star One, well, that becomes his goal, doesn't yeah. it? But I don't think he's thought it through particularly well, has he? I don't think he's 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 fixated on Star One. That get rid of Star One, and that's the job done. Yeah, and it's not really, is it? It's, I mean, we've seen that it, it, it realistically didn't really do anything other than, you know, cause Servalan to gain power. After grasp you know, power. yeah, after Star One, right? If if Gareth Thomas didn't want to leave and he yeah. was in season three, what would Blake's goal been next? He can't destroy know. Star One. What do you do then? Yeah, I think he would have he would have gone on to just attacking and destroying like earth wouldn't it the earth command or something he would just like be that. a terrorist yeah. then. just be a He's terrorist just blowing things up willy-nilly yeah. because he wouldn't you know? have become he wouldn't have become the air quotes pirates that they wanted the other crew to become in season three he wouldn't have done that so yeah i don't know what his what his goal would have been at that point i think this is why we we, we sort of say the end of the end of season two star one is a natural place for the show to end yes um, and I, I, I sort of think, I mean, it would have been nice to have seen more Blake stories, but I think that also was the natural end of Blake's storyline. Yes, because I mean, you know, throughout two seasons, he's you know built up this reputation. People were seeing him as a, a figurehead and a leader. But after that, in season three and season four, you get no mention of that. No. So, so do people realise that, hey, hang on, that Blake guy that we keep hearing about, he's gone? Well, I th- yeah, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't have that much of an impact, did he, that, that people either missed him and said, you know, and, and were looking for him. Or, yeah, no, they never land on a planet and people go, where's Blake then? Yeah. The sensible thing to do would be, you know, a Spartacus thing and go, yeah. I am Blake. Yeah. And somebody take over and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Blake, actually. I've just blown this thing up and keep it going. But it yeah. doesn't seem like anybody did. No, I think I think Blake's legacy was that he didn't have one, didn't he? <laughs> unless, unless, <laughs> unless people thought, 
unless people blamed him for destroying Star One, and they realise that destroying Star One just ruined their planets. So, so he becomes like, a yeah. pariah. Yeah, he becomes the oh, yeah, don't mention him. Just, you know, he was an idiot. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. You know, did he did he become sort of the like Osama bin Laden of the Federation can, or whatever? Yeah. But the Federation would do that. That's what they were going to do with the child yeah. abuse yeah. things, sully his reputation. So yes, the Federation would say, yeah, yeah. all these climate control things that have gone wrong. Yeah. That was your Blake. That was yeah. We it, were lo- it, we were looking after you nicely. Remember when you had crops? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Blake come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- that is very interesting. Mm. That Blake actually becomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a, a, a no go. Yeah. Everyone forgets about him. It would have been nice to have seen some of that. Some repercussions that they land on a planet that's been destroyed by not having Star One and say we're we're liberate crew and they go oh who are you now and go against them you know well do you think do you think that's why Blake when we do see him on Gowda Prime he's not exactly um you know um you know putting out signs here I am here I am you know yeah because surely why what I don't understand is I I know from a television point of view the actor went off to other stuff, but in a storyline point of view, what was Blake doing? Did he realise after Star One just what a mess he's made of it, mm. and so went off to do you know to to do a low level? Because wouldn't he have just come back and gone, "I'm here, I'm back." Yep. Do we you can well, carry on? Well, here we go then, because he leaves the Liberator, okay, yep. and and that whole period between him leaving the Liberator um, at the beginning of season three. Um, and when we see him at the end of season four, is totally blank. We have yeah, totally no blank. idea what happened to him in that. Okay. Um, apparently, according to Callie, you know, he left in a life capsule with Jenna. With Jenna, yeah. Yes. But Avon on Saren hears from Zen that Blake was in a quite different location to Jenna. Yeah. And that he was uninjured. Okay. And then in Power Play, Zen says that Blake was en route to Ephron. Yes. All right. Now, we don't know how he's going there, but, and Avon decides I'm not going to go and get Blake. So Blake's uninjured when he leaves the Liberator, right? When it becomes clear that the Liberator can't sustain life support, he leaves the Liberator and then goes off to the planet Ephron. But. As far as we know, he doesn't make any attempts to get the Liberator back. No. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because if you compare it to another Terry Nation uh, series, Survivors, which had a very similar sort of storyline. So, so the lead character, um, Greg, for season three, wasn't in it. But every place they went, every person they spoke to, the legend of Greg was building and, and mm. people wanted knew about Greg, wanted to know her, and they built it all up. But with Blake, it's almost like the the programs doesn't want to mention it. Don't mention Blake. People might ask where the actor's gone or something. It's a shame really. They they could have really they could have really had the build up of either Avon trying to find Blake or the mm. other the rest of the crew trying to find Blake and Avon trying to stop him would have been good. But it's it it's it's like they they just wanna Forget Blake was there, in it. You know, like yeah. they wanted to introduce the captain character, the new Charon. Uh, they don't mention Blake. They don't <laughs> want to bring back memories of that, which is a shame because I think that would have been a much, much more interesting way to go than the 
the loose collection of space pirate stories that season mm. three became. Um, but but yeah, it could, I, I, it, it, I haven't even read any sort of fan fiction on. No, nor Blake have I. Doing. But it could be this planet Ephron that that Blake yeah. arrives at. He starts hearing all the propaganda going out yeah. by the Federation. Blake has des- destroyed Star One, and he knows he's got to lay low. He has no way of finding the Liberator to communicate and say, "Look, I want to come back." Um, so. What what then? I mean, we find out later he's posing as a a, a bounty hunter. But what does he do in that? You yeah. know, what, one what year, two doing? years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big finish. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ideas on a postcard. Yeah. Yeah. Now, terminal in terminal, yes. Serverland says that she had seen Blake cremated on the planet Jevron. Yep. And now, of course, like we say, terminal was meant to be the very last yes. story. Of Blake yeah, Blake, so, Blake was meant to be dead, wasn't he? That was meant to be a truthful statement. Though, wasn't so, it? yeah, Blake's dead. His body is kept until Servalan arrives. She sees him cremated. Yeah. Yes. But, of course, then season four comes along. Um, yeah. So, you yeah. can I mean, you can get around it, can't you? That's still the truth, but it was the clone. Yes. Or it was the real Blake, and the Blake we see in Blake is the clone. Because we know there's a clone of Blake kicking about somewhere. And that's a lot of fan fiction yeah, is to do amount. with yeah. the clone. Yes, yeah. Um, in Blake, Orax says there's a trial of cause and effect. Yes. Uh, by which, you, you, you know, he can track Blake's movements. And that suggests that Blake is moving around. At some point, Avon tells Orac find Blake. Orac finds Blake and then tracks him. So he is moving around, finally arriving at Galda Prime. Blake must, I mean, Blake knew Orac, so he must have known that he could have just put out a call that only Orac could have found or only Orac could have pieced together. So if Avon wanted to find him straight away, I think he could have done. So Mm. Avon's decided not to find Blake. I mean, I suppose the question is, why did he suddenly then want to find him on Terminal? Other than it was meant to be the end of the series. Yeah. Yeah, well, know. no, there was this, there was this promise of something that was going to make them rich and invincible, wasn't it? You yeah, know? but so, so either Blake hasn't been broadcast in, which is a bit strange because he presumably would have wanted to get back to the Liberator, or yes. he has been broadcast in, and it, Avon's been ignoring it until Blake says, uh, "I've got something that'll make us rich and powerful." Yeah, and why would why would anyone expect Avon to believe that if it's you know if every week Blake sent out a message, can you pick me up? 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 I've got a bag of gold. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, but he's in work. the most powerful ship in the galaxy yeah. with a, a, a room full of yeah, all these he doesn't jewels. Need it. He doesn't need him. Yeah, no. that's when it falls down a bit. Yeah. yeah. But whatever Blake is up to in those like one or two years, presumably, unless he is lying, he does meet up with Jenna again. Yes. And works with Jenna, presumably, on Gowda Prime. Gowda Prime is where Jenna meets her end. Assuming Blake's telling the truth, yeah. Assuming, yeah. Assuming, yes, yeah, yeah. But we don't know. But yeah, Blake is on Gowda Prime recruiting a new army. Why, like you said when we talked about the uh, the Gowda Prime one, why you would recruit an army of, you know, cutthroats. Scum and villainy, basically. Scum and villainy, yes. Yeah. I do not know. 
No, I don't know. I mean, it would it would have been better. There, there's better there's better troops available. Like I say, why didn't he try and go and find Avalon again? Why didn't he try and go and find um, Del Grant again? Why didn't he go yeah. and just... There's so many places he could have gone to get an army. And it makes no sense for him to go to a planet where the only people he's then got to choose from are there to exploit others. They're not exactly... No. I mean, what, yeah. It's a very confused ending. Yeah. I mean... He told in shadow, he old Carl yeah. Hellman, he said, I'm going to come back and yeah. check on you. Go and get him, yeah. you know. Um, Inga on, on X-Bar, yeah. you know, his cousin. Go and get her. Maybe they were there. Maybe they were all yeah. on Gowda Prime. But on Gowda Prime, all we see is Diva yeah. and uh, Mrs. Darrow, old Klein. Yeah. Um, they don't really strike me as army types that you're going to fight back with. No, again... The whole idea of building an army to do this is does seem a bit mad. Mm. You know, one one platoon of Federation troopers could finish that army off. Well, if you're talking about a physical army to to do a physical yeah. war, you're going to lose you up are, against yeah. the Federation. You know, you know, yeah. yeah, it's 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 in a political way you should have been fighting. Yeah. Maybe he too lost his mind, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Or or Blake was dead, and that was the clone. It, no, because the clone. When you see the clone, the clone has reverence for life. All life is sacred and stuff like that. He's not going to shoot a bounty hunter in the back. Well, but like perhaps, like, like perhaps, we saw on Galder Prime. Perhaps something uh, changed his mind. You know. Perhaps yeah, his his uh, little pair bond friend had got killed by someone, and he. <laughs> You know, set him off. Yeah, set him off. Or... Yeah, come on, big finish. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's that 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 is Blake. Um, you know, um, a hero to some. You know, <laughs> um, not so much to others. I think I think he's a flawed hero. Mm. Um, I I mean, I I used to argue that he was a terrorist out and out, and I don't think. I mean, I, that was just teenage me. Um, I don't think he he is. I think he's a flawed hero he's not an anti-hero in the sort of avon sense he is a flawed hero he would on a personal level probably save you or risk his life to save you um but i think that's sort of to me that's also one of the the huge pluses of blake seven is is that it's not black and white it's mm. shades of gray can you imagine if it had been a buck rogers style you know where every week you go oh he's going to do the right thing I was thinking Blake, Star Trek. Never, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, the, as you, you were know. saying that, I was thinking Star Trek. There's no grey in Star no. Trek. There's no grey in Buck Rogers. You're a good guy. You're a bad guy. Yeah, you know. I mean, as much as I like the original Battlestar Galactica, you you never ever had any inkling that they would land on a planet and do the wrong thing or do something selfish. It's like they'll 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 do what's the 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 heroic thing to do is, and mm. I like, yeah, I think Blake seven, one of its huge strengths is that these, these are real people in a real world. Yeah. Doing their best. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your best just isn't good enough. And I, I think Blake did his best yeah. and it just wasn't good enough. I do like as well, you know, that Blake, when we do see him in Blake, um, you know, 
it's consistent with what we saw in one and two. Yes. He hadn't been, uh, you know, tainted by the space fantasy of uh, three and four. No, no, he was he was back to the gritty. Yeah. Political. And, and Gareth Thomas yeah. said, "I wish." I could have played Blake like this yep. all the way through. You know, the hard, gritty, serious Blake. Yeah. Well, Blake Seven should have been more, visually should have been more akin to Game of Thrones than it should, you know, uh, I don't know Star Trek. Mm. It's It should never have been the glitzy. And when, no. it, when it's not, when it's gritty, when it's Federation troopers in the mud, when it's, you know, it, it works so well. And that, that final Blake's final look is his best. Yep. The yeah, the universe is shat on him, and he it looks it. And I yeah, I like that. I I don't I think I don't think they could have played he could have played it like that all the time from the beginning. But probably about I mean that would have been brilliant. A sort of had had we not had the uh, the direct continuation season one to two. If they'd have come back like now, they would have season two would have come back and it would have been two years later and then you could have had the gritty Blake that would have been good or even do you imagine can you imagine star one happens exactly as it happens and then redemption when it comes back Blake's still in it and he's like this and it's like how the hell did he get to this yeah and it's because it's because star one has destroyed everything and you know we're back to the middle ages sort of thing and he knows it so many ways they could have gone Unfortunately, they went with the the easiest, most yeah. cliched way of doing stuff. Yeah, true. Which gave true. us some great episodes, but so it could have been uh, it could have been very very. I'm glad he came back. You know, I am. I, yes. I'm glad Gareth Thomas. I, he was brilliant in Terminal to see him. Yeah. Uh, okay, it was all a fake and it was an illusion, and, and it was brilliant to see him. And if the show had finished there, that would have been brilliant. Is Serverland lying? Is Blake really dead? Blah, blah blah. But to have him come back at the very last episode, looking like that, I think yeah. was done brilliantly. If they yeah. had gone the silly Zucan. fantasy way it it would have been terrible i think it was very fitting that gareth thomas said i'll come back but i emphatically want to be seen to be dead it was his idea to have the scar on his face to have him beat up he looks great he's acting brilliantly and it's a great send-off for that character yeah i as as much as i i'm not a, a the biggest fan for the episode of blake um the fact that blake is back and the way he's played is perfection. Yep. Um, it's a perfect bookend to the show. And mm. I think it gives it a completeness that it wouldn't otherwise have had. Mm. Had they just ended on a, well, we all think we're back next season, and then they weren't. And it, I think that would have been horrible. We wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. think of it in the way we do no. now, would we? No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lovely sort of, like say, rounded body of work it's bookended yeah it's bookended bookended perfectly all right okay all right so that's our little talk on blake over um if we can rewind back to the very first episode the way back okay when we first see him he's in his lovely green tabard yes walking walking down that corridor yeah meeting ravella do you know his first line that he ever said um well, she says she says things like, "Did you follow the instructions, or did you find 
know, something like that. I think his first line is probably something very innocuous. Yep, they're all responses to three questions, yeah. and it is ah, uh, no, yes. Brilliant. There you go. We don't get scripts like that anymore. <laughs> no. And his last line, is it prophetic? Do you remember what his last line ever is? Um, does he say something like Avon, it's me? Or... It is Avon, because he's, he's dying. Oh, right. His last ever word is Avon. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay, ruthless or not. Here we go. We've got the ruthless chart. Um. He must have killed a few people. I, yeah, I think I think he could be ruthless, but I think his natural incl- inclination was to to not be ruthless, to try and talk a way around it. I think he would yeah. rather talk it out yes. rather than shoot. But boy, did he shoot? Did okay. he? Yes. Yeah, so here we are. Here's his tally of of kills. All right. Um, on the London. Okay. Um, he shoots a guard on the London. Right. He killed at least two of Vargas's followers. Um, on Cygnus Alpha. Um, he teleports Vargas into space where he blows up, right? Right. Um, he he used the Liberator handgun for the first time. He was the first person to use the Liberator weapon. Uh, he didn't de- destroy a person. Vargas was the first person. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. All right, all right, I'll take that bit. Um, yeah, he, he shot a trooper. Yep. Um, in seek, locate, destroy. Um, he killed that um, one of the guardians in Time Squad by pushing him into the uh, electricity. Yeah. Um, uh, what's next? Um, he killed an Amagon with an exploding neck collar in Bounty. Um, he and broke laughed a tr- about it. And laughed about it. Broke a trooper's neck in Project Avalon. Uh, shot two guards on Space World killed another um, with some sort of instrument. He shot a guard on, in weapon, um, the assistant commissar on a, on Horizon, two goths in um, the Keeper, and uh, Stott on Star One, he killed. He shot Provine in Countdown, and uh, on Galda Prime, he killed Tando, the bounty hunter, yep. And also shot down a flyer containing God knows how many people. So, yeah, yeah quite well, a tally there. He shot the other two bounty hunters as well, didn't he? Is that men. him? Yeah, was it? I think so. Well, okay. I don't know. So, yeah, he's, he, he, he's killed quite a few, yeah. really. He's a bit trigger-happy, isn't he? He is, rather. Yes, yeah. He'd rather talk, but he, he's not... He will um, shoot you, yeah. He will shoot you, yes, if he has to. Well, we've just arrived in the TARDIS uh, from the next day, haven't we, Ian? We have. We're, we're travelling backwards in time to be forwards in time. We are, and, and we're doing this specially for you, listener, because we, it wasn't until um, this morning, actually, that I yeah. realised we missed a bit out. We did. We were so excited talking about Blake that we, we missed out our favourite scene. Yes, yes. So, so yes, you've got one apparently. Yes, yeah. I, I'd, I'd actually put some thought into it, unlike normal, uh, and then we didn't use it. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I had, I had sort of difficulty because, a, a bit like some of the other characters, or unlike some of the other characters, Blake doesn't tend to get 
that much sort of quotable scenes, does he? He tends to react to people. Mm. Um, but I think I, I thought of a few, and I thought, no, no, my favourite one. And I think it sums up Blake, and it's so well played. And it's the the scene from Duel where Blake and Travis are in the force field and talking to Giroc and Sinifar. Already the warriors can be released. Blake? No. <laughs> the weapon built into that hand will not work here, primitive. Nor will brute force. Until I allow it. His impulse to kill is primitive. As ours was not. Who are you? I am Sinifar, the Guardian. This is Giroc, the Keeper. I'm Space Commander Travis, an officer and representative of the Earth Federation. As an agent of my government, I demand an explanation. <laughs> not only is he primitive, he's pompous as well. And you, do you also make demands? I'm not a Federation officer, but... I would like some answers. This man is an enemy of the state and a fugitive. He is my prisoner. <laughs> Primitive, pompous and stupid. Jira. All right, all right. It's just that there is such violence in him. It's exciting. Oh, hold instincts to hearts. It sums up Blake sort of in a couple of sentences. And I think Gareth Thomas plays it so well. Mm. Um, I think it's just, it's a lovely scene. I, I think... We discussed this when we did Cinefar and Giroc. Yep. That was the difference between the two. Travis is all ranting, you know, yes. I'm a Federation officer. You let me go now or I'll bring down the wrath of the Federation on you. That's and, it. And, and he, he, Blake does say, yeah, well, I am an enemy of the, of, of the Federation. Yes, that is true. Blah, blah, blah. And he yeah, is he, the negotiator, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's the negotiator, Blake. He's, he's pointing out sort of that the, you, it, depending on what side you're viewing on, yes, he could be the villain. Um, but the, I love it. He just he lays it out, but without, like you say, Travis is expecting them to cower before him, mm. and Blake's yeah, he's he's trying to be the reasonable one, which it sort of sums Blake up, doesn't it? Yep. The reasonable one. That is a very good choice. Yeah. Uh, one that didn't occur to me. I I was trying to have a think, and I think you're absolutely right. He doesn't have a standout classic quotable scene no. anyway no. i mean he's brilliant gareth thomas throughout is is excellent but yeah yeah he's not an avon with quotable lines he's not a villa with quotable lines is he no and i think that sort of shows because because uh, sort of almost anyone with really great quotable lines pithy stuff can can have great scenes but i think the fact that blake didn't have quotable lines but is still memorable and you know he 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 impresses is even more so, I think. I think it, it does it does show what a great actor Gareth Thomas was. Mm. Because in some of the scenes, he's not given a lot to go on, is he? No, no, no. But he never dips in quality, I no, don't think. No, no, al no. always good. Yeah, always yeah. good. Well, I, I, I did have a scene ready to talk yeah. about, but like I say, we forgot it. And you mentioned it yesterday. Oh, right. And I thought, oh, is this the point where we put the sound clip in? No, it, it is Star One, when he finally gets yeah. that door open, when he goes through, yes. and we've done it, we've done it, we've done it, I've done it. I'll have to try another way. It means starting all over again. Take all the time you want. You can do it. Try 
There's nothing here. Because that just sums up him, it sums up Avon, and it sums up Travis, all in that one scene. Because when he realises, he doesn't even spot, you know, no, that it's an empty room. It has to be pointed out to him by Avon. And yeah. when he realises that they've all been hoodwinked and it's all been for nothing, he crumples. You know, yeah. Avon actually catches him. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and, his and, whole and world is him. gone, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this, and, is, this is good because it sort of, it's, it sums up Blake's character arc, isn't it? So my clip is, is Blake the careful thinking man and your clip is where blake ends up because of fanaticism yeah he ends up not thinking not considering and like say yeah he when he finds out he's failed he does yeah he crumples that's his world gone isn't it yeah yeah and then to turn the the knife even more you get the chuckling from yeah, travis and, and he knows travis. just from that laugh he knows who's yeah. behind it you know um no i th I think gareth thomas in that scene if you just yeah, watch super, gareth yeah. thomas i mean it's it's hard i mean because you know paul darrow is so charismatic and he's he's acting his chops off as well so you when he's talking your eyes are drawn to him but if you watch gareth thomas he is he's a broken man in yeah that scene. He's, he's like say so he's ne never anything less than than doing his best and this yeah you're right that is a really really good scene mm. a different side of blake yeah 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 so there we go there are two yeah. scenes all right yes. we've... let us know on facebook what your favorite scenes are. oh yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right so we've got to nip back into the tardis yes. and uh, and have our tea now because it's yeah. now monday night isn't it it's monday night and we got to get this to you yesterday haven't we <laughs> yes indeed yeah. all right so so come on ian we're back in the tardis uh, no so, so you all um uh, yesterday yeah, right. see you, SD. Yeah, in a minute. Okay. <laughs> right, bye then. Bye. All right, so Gareth Thomas, the lovely Gareth Thomas. Lovely Gareth. Um, is a war child. I didn't realise no, really? he was a war child. Yeah, he was born 1945. I didn't think he'd be that in, old. Yeah, in Abbas... I can't say Abbas... Come on, you live there. Abbasdith. Abbasdith. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he was born there. He went to the King's School, Canterbury. All right. Which is just down the road from me. Okay. And and while there, he became a member of the National Youth Theatre. Um, and then trained at RADA from 1964 to 1966. And, and was called back there 30 years later to in 1996, yeah. Um, his father was a barrister and had been a junior at the Nuremberg Trials. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you look at the old footage of the Nuremberg Trials... It might be Daddy Blake. Daddy Blake might be there, yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they that's moved something to put on your resume, isn't it, if you're a lawyer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at the Nuremberg Trials. Yeah. But after that, he they moved around a lot. He he became a managing director of a department store, and so uh, the whole family moved around an awful lot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, what else have I got? Jesus. Yeah, he was. Uh, I can't. Is he married or was he um, uh, just living with she Sheila Wells? All right. You know, one of the costume yep. people people on Blake Seven, um, she co-wrote that Blake Seven, the Inside Story book, which we use an awful lot. Yeah. No, that's a terrific book. You should get that. 
Um, died of a heart attack in 2016. How old was he? Well, 45, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 71? Wow. Yeah. Because you never really looked, you could never really tell what age he was, could you? He sort of looked the same. It's what we're doing on the yeah. Mad Maxing character thing. Yeah. We're doing an age thing. Yes. Um, guess, back in the 70s. The age of the actor. <laughs> people looked a lot older. They certainly um, did. In the 70s. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, rather background. Um, um, but uh, I don't think he did an awful lot um, rather worthy in the way of TV and uh, film. Um, he was in things like Zed Cars and... Yeah. Um, a film I really like called Juggernaut. Do you know Juggernaut? It rings a bell. Is that? It's not the runaway train one, is it? No, it's Anthony Hopkins. It's this huge, massive ship, and there's a bomb on it. Oh, right, yes. I think Freddie Jones is in it as well. Yes, I uh, but he's in that. I don't remember yeah. him in it. Uh, his his role is Liverpool Joiner, so I yes. don't think he was uh, that um, yeah, high. He, he was very good in one of the um, Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. He played the villain in it, and he was really good. Okay, okay. I've got down here. He was on Jack and Ori. All right. right? What five did he read? times. Do I don't know, but he did it five times. Five times. Well, yeah. He had a lovely um, voice. So. Yeah. Well, Welsh there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If he was around now, he he would be doing audio books, oh, wouldn't yeah, he? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Jean Retali is quite respectable, actually. Oh. Quite. Quite, quite good. Fourteen. Well, that is good, yeah. Which is about halfway, I think, right now. Um, the first thing he was ever in is something you and I know very well. Uh, Quatermass in the pit. Yeah. He, uh, if you want to find him, he's he's the guy at the beginning of Quatermass pit with the pickaxe that uncovers the dangly, elasticated skeleton behind. Yeah, we've got the, to say this is the yeah. film version. This is of the film version. Yes. Not yeah. the TV one. That was yeah. ten years before. He looks very um, young in it. Very young, and yes, yes. Um, then Shadows, this TV oh, right, series yes. we keep talking about. And and then, I've got to lend this to you, Star Maidens. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Oh, yeah, I will, I promise. <laughs> I, I, I keep saying I'm going to send you things. I never do, but I will. Star Maidens is something else. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, very interesting. You will love it because, yeah. you know, they were using the effects house that were doing Space 1999 at the same time. Wow. So you, 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 the effects are very similar. The sound effects, you, you watch Star we Maidens and it's like, that's Space 1999 <laughs> all the way through it. And yes, Gareth Thomas, he's in about half the episodes and with this like, um, yeah, he, 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 his curls are quite pronounced and he's got a um, like a, a blonde streak through it. Oh. And, um, yeah, his character seems a bit dim. Um, oh it's, it's not his finest moment, but it's a curiosity, this English-German science fiction TV show. And, of course, you've got um, uh, Ensor, the yes, Ensor Derek Senior Farrar, in it yeah. as well, all the way through it as well. So, yeah, that's Star Maidens. Next thing, something I remember very, very vividly from my childhood. I don't know about you. Uh, Children of the Stones. Yes, yeah. I got that downstairs, actually. I keep bloody hell, that's creepy. Yeah. That is a creepy show. It's one of those things, you watch this, and it's like, bloody hell, this is for children. Yeah. 
Yeah, just I, the opening credits. I think like, kids, kids could take Bennett. a bit more back then, couldn't they? We could. We mm. could take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, he he was in one episode of Hammer House of Horror. Um, then he went on to Blake Seven. Um, then Shades of Darkness. Right. That sounds like another one of those. It is. Anthologies. It is. A spooky anthology TV show. Then uh, Dramarama. Yep. Where he drama. played Long John Silver. Oh. I can see him as Long John Silver. I could see him as that, yeah. Yeah. Then a show I never watched. I knew it was on, but I never watched it. Um, Knights of God. I, I watched a couple of them because he was with Pat Troughton in that, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, Set in the future, there's yeah. a new, you know, English Civil War. Do you know when that's set, by the way? Is it 2020? <laughs> it is 2020. Is it? Yeah. Yep, it's set now. Yeah, we're just about to have a uh, Civil War. Yeah. Then a TV series called Merlin. Oh, the BBC. Uh, is the one. ITV no, 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 it's the one with Jason Connery in it. Oh, right. Oh, I don't know that one. Right. Then he was in The Strangerers. Right, oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the reboot of uh, Randall and Hopkirk. I was in that. It's a long yeah. time since I've seen that. Yeah. Then Raven, a, a, a TV show from 2002. And then his final genre thing was Torchwood. I never I'm watched Torchwood. What was he in Torchwood? He, he played a character called Ed Morgan. I can't, yeah. Well, I, I've got all the Torchwoods. I do like Torchwood. I don't remember him in it. Well, he's in it. Yeah. Well, it's not a surprise. It was filmed in Wales, wasn't yeah. it? It was, yes. Yeah, mm. so I, I'm going to have yeah, I'll have a look, see what he's, who he is in it. I'll Google, Google image it and yeah. see if I can find a picture. Might ring a bell. All right. Okay, so that's that bit over. Um, are, so you we ha- are you classing Torchwood as a Doctor Who credit? Uh, I wasn't going to, but yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah all right, then I, I will. Should, yeah. All right, hang on, I'll make a note, Doctor so my, my sleeves are getting in the way. Yeah. There we go. Right, okay. So, ratings then, right? Yes. Um, this is our last ever rating. It is. This is the, this is the set for it, isn't it? This is the final. This is the set. So, yeah. I think as as it is the set. Have you got it all written down? I've got it written down this time. So all right, after okay. After all the kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. All right. I might have written it down right. So, so, I make it that there are 15 characters main right. characters so shall we go through it from the bottom to the top oh i only wrote down the top five <laughs> all right top five yeah. all right well i don't remember what, the rest of it but if you've got no, a record I've got, of it let's, i've got a, yeah. I, uh uh hang on yes no i've got it I've oh got excellent it. right yes. okay i thought right, i might so, have gone with your computer crash <laughs> yeah no yeah, I, I have had a computer crash. Since we talked yeah. about Avon, yes. I had a computer crash. It's connected, so, isn't it? It's connected. Right. So before, right, yes. this is where things were, right? At 14, this is where it was before. And I'm guessing, you know, it, it's the same if, if your top five has changed yes. and only. Right. So lowest point is slave. Uh, uh, yeah, right? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, mine is Dana. Next one up is I Dana. I also think that's fair. Yeah, and, and so is yours, yep. right? The next one up from that, I've got Gan and you've got Jenna. So, yeah, you dropped Gan quite a bit, didn't you? I did. Sweaty the next Gan. one I've got is Jenna and you've got Gan. So, the two yeah, swap so places. Similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Next one up from that, I've got Tarrant. 
and you've got Zen. All right. Yeah. That was that last. That was that last minute uh, um, sort of saving of talent because we had a couple of good episodes in the last. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what happened there. Yeah. Um, The next one is Travis Mark Two for me and Tarrant for you. So. It ends with my Travis Mark II meeting your Tarrant at, yes. at, uh, at the number 10 spot. Um, number nine, I've got Zen and you've got Orac. So that's both quite computers. nice. We've yeah, got, that's good. yeah, both computers, both yeah. Peter Tudnam. Uh, at my number eight, I've got Cali and you've got Sulin. Yeah. All right. Number seven, I've got Orac and you've got Servalan. Which I'm still shocked by. Yeah. I'm still shocked by this. Um, number six, I've got Sulin. Right? Yep. And you've got Travis Mark One. This is this is because there's so many great characters. Cause I would, if you had said to me before, you know, before we started this, where was Travis Mark One? I'd go, Yeah, he's top three. Easy. Yep. <sighs> All right, so here we go. Top five. At dun, number five. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Hang on, I've got to make a note of this time <laughs> yeah. to put this in. This put is the, the last time we put the yeah. Top of the Pops thing in, so let me put that in. The last chance for the BBC to sue us. Yeah. Now. Here we go. Top five. So right. five, I... five. Go on, you do yours first. I have Travis Mark 1. I have Callie. Callie. So Callie has dropped one. Dropped one, So yeah. to speak, yeah. At number four, I've got Servalan. At number four, I've got Blake. I thought you might put Blake yeah. there. Okay. At three, right, yep. I've got Blake. At three, I've got Avon. Avon. At two, I've got Avon. At two, I've got Travis Mark II. Yeah. That's the it, without Travis Mark II in this mix, we're pretty similar. We are. Yeah. We are. And number one, we both tie on Villa. Villa. Villa, the best character in the entire series. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. I I thought at the beginning of this, I thought that might be the case. Mm. I did. I mean, I knew Blake was never going to beat Villa. But <coughs> I thought Avon might, depending. I'm not sure. But Villa, yeah, I think that's a good order. It was always between Avon and Villa for me. And yeah. um, I've said Villa has been consistent through yes. all four seasons, whereas Avon dropped off for me quite a bit in season four and a bit in season three. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, did not know where to put Blake. And Blake, in the end... Yeah, Blake was difficult because... because you sort of think he's the main character. He should be right up high. And this is nothing against Gareth Thomas. I think Gareth Thomas played it perfectly throughout. But I do mm. think the writing on Blake was was a bit all over the place, depending on what was needed yeah. for that plot. Whereas Villa seems to be uh, consistent. Consistently written and consistently played. Avon um, was fairly consistently written at times but then we it's sort of the first inkling we've had where the actors sort of let, not let it down but change the way they've played it 
Mm. Uh, everyone else sort of seems to be pretty good. And Travis Mark too for me, I just adore. So mm. uh, yeah. Callie, I Callie was a surprise breakout for this for me as well. Um, I've so much appreciated her more, and uh, I just yeah, I I like the character of Callie. Mm. I had a problem with um, do I put Blake above or below Serverland? Yeah, well, you, you've 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 got a you've got a, a, a soft spot for Serverland, haven't you? I do, but yeah. but I I also take into account yeah. you know my hero worship yes. for Blake when the show was out. Blake was the yeah. Blake in Blake Seven, so that's why my for me Blake is just above Serverland, you know. Yeah, I mean, but as I say, I mean, if, if, if Blake had actually gone on to a third series, we might have had him watered down. Yes. And, yeah, and, 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 right. and we would have thought less of him, much like we said about Sulin. If it had gone to a fifth season, yeah. maybe we wouldn't like Sulin so yeah, much. Yeah, Sulin could have know? been ruined. I mean, if, if there hadn't have been a fourth season, Avon would be higher. Yes. Um, I think Avon would be my number one. Yeah, yes. I, think, I think you're possibly right there. Isn't it weird that there's definitely a shelf life on these characters yeah and this is i think this is what works so well is because generally they don't outstay their, outstay their welcome no. it's weird that the only one that that didn't have a shelf life was villa yeah yeah that's strange and i find it very um telling you know that pretty much all the actors were happy with it to finish Yes. with season three because you're going out on a high they kind of like knew yeah you know with don't drag it out because we'll become watered down, you know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they must they must have seen that it was just starting to get quite repetitive towards the end of season three. So, yeah, I think... And the I money think, was running out. Yeah, the money was running out. I think the BBC, the, the will on the side of the BBC to... Because it, it was no longer the flagship... No. ...sci-fi premiere thing that, they, that it was season one and two. Um, so, yeah, I think... Again, I think it's it's... It's quite right that it ended after four seasons. It probably would have benefited ending after three seasons. Mm. I think it would be looked at as the, the perfect trilogy of of series. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what? So yeah, what a what a exciting two year ride to get to this final. Yep. We've got character. one more week one to more, go. One more we? little episode to go. One more episode to yeah. go. Before we leave today, though, I've got a shout out for you. Oh, excellent. Um, um, Tony Vasey over on Facebook um, has said, uh, quality, entertaining and great knowledge. Excellent. We like that. Is, is he talking about you or me? Uh, I think I think he's talking about both of us. He's, he's saying that your quality, you've got great knowledge. Um, yeah, I think it's talking about you, to be fair. And you're the entertainer. I'm entertaining, bit. yes. All right, okay. I'll take I'm good that. for a laugh. All right, okay. All right. Yes. Right, right. One more thing before we go. Um, Mickey Rat. Mickey the Rat. Mickey the Space Rat. Yes. Mickey the Space Rat has sent us something, hasn't he, Ian? Yes. He was. He was. Uh, he, he sent some very lovely comments over that I'm not entirely sure we deserve, but uh, they were very nice and heartfelt. And he wanted to send us a little gift. Yes, which we have. Uh, unlike and... the rest of you ungrateful lot. <laughs> well, he sent it with a caveat, he did. doesn't he? This, that, this uh... could be... This could... Can you send anthrax through the post anymore? <laughs> <laughs> this is the way to bump off a, yeah. a podcast. Kill them live. If there's no live. episode next week, you know that... <laughs> our, both our wives have, yes. um, you know, um, 
put this out. So are yes. you opening yours? Yes, I'm going to open. So we, we, he, right. he sent us, we, we, it's T-shirts, we think. Um, and he sent us. Yeah. So I, I've got have you got a metallic system. blue package? I have, yes. Yeah, like yeah, a, so a have weird I. metallic blue I'm not cutting the t-shirt. Right, I'm opening mine. Okay. Yes, uh, Mickey said, I'm sending you something, but you've got to open it live while you're doing a recording. Yes. So, thank you, Mickey, in yeah, advance. Yeah, thank you, Mickey. Unless it's horrible, in which case... <laughs> Stuff yeah. you, Mickey. Stuff you. Right, mine's open. What about Let's yours? Mine's coming up. This episode, Ooh, yes. You know, I've, got, I've got a black wrapper now. A black wrapper? I've got a black wrapper. Hang on. I've got a lot of black tissue paper. Have you got black tissue paper? I did get black tissue paper with a ah. skull sticker on. Yes, that's what I've got. Oh, it smells like a T-shirt. Let's have a look. It's blue. Is yours blue? Mine's blue, yes. Oh, this episode. This episode, yes, which is a very uh, Space 1999. Well, it is. Quite a very Jerry Anderson thing, isn't it? I can oh, hear thank... the music now. Yes, I can. Well, thank you very much. That's a little very nice gesture. Oh, well oh, done, Mickey. Lovely. All right. Well, Mickey, all we can do is uh, say thank you, and yes. uh, thank you by... We'll take a photo of each of us wearing it. Yes. We Not together, of us together, obviously. Yeah, yeah cost, no, cost that won't happen. Bit, yeah. But uh, thank you very much, Mickey. That's very yes, thank nice. thank you. That's very, very kind of you, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Yes. Um, yeah, this will go up when the uh, Blake episode comes out on Facebook. Um, you will see um, Ian and I wearing ours. Yes. Not together, no. because we're about 300 miles away from each other. But, oh, lovely. Yes, thank you Thank very you very much. much, Mickey. You didn't have to do that, but uh, thank you very much. All right. Okay. Well, so That's one it. more one episode more to, go. to go. One Our wrap-up one. You know? Yes, I'm not sure what the format's going to be on that. Just waffle, same waffle, as yeah. normal. Same, same as normal, then, really. Yeah. Same as normal. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. The yeah. The end is nearly here. The isn't end it? is nigh. Yes. Yeah, but the moment has been prepared for. Oh, very good. Little Doctor Who reference there. Yeah. 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 As I say, we might have some Doctor Who info. We next might. Week yes. As well. yeah. Yes. We might have All some right. good news for people. Yes. Or All some right. bad news okay. for people. Oh. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So one last time, yes. Ian. One last one Sunday last... at three o'clock to go. It's just, right. it's just surreal, isn't it? It's been part of we, our life. You and I will have Sunday <laughs> afternoon and evenings off. Well, I yes. think we'll sit there going, "What are we going to do now?" <laughs> Where do Between we go three here? and five for two yeah. years, we have done nothing. Except Talk Blake 7. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit going, odd. It? It's pretty good going. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. We can it? have our baths yeah. again now. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So nice see you next week. One last time, yeah. Ian. So meet you back right. here for one last chinwag. Right. Right. Bye. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Bye.